One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy. But because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. This is your reminder to subscribe. Thank you. Love you. Bye. That was beautiful. Thank you. Are you ready? Yeah, I am ready. I have a feeling people are going to really love your voice on this. Really? Yeah, I am ready. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be so good. Oh, are you ready to scream today, though? Um, I actually like lost my voice because oh. I did my daily scream today, but like mm. my voice has been like shot recently. You're gonna really let everyone down if you don't scream. Okay, then I'll scream. <laughs> like literally, I'll scream. I'll scream so hard that like my voice will be gone forever. We don't want vocal cord damage. Okay, yeah, that would be bad. That would be bad. I'll, That's maybe, your brand. Maybe I was like, maybe I was just pushing it a little too much. Yeah. Well, sometimes vodka will do that to you too. Really? Every time I drink vodka, I lose my voice. I feel like maybe it's because, like, I've, I've literally been on a bender. <laughs> oh, that would explain it. Like, I had friends visiting, and now some of them are gone, but my friend from the UK is still here. Um, So you're entertaining. Yeah, he's staying with me. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like— And I, like— okay, You so have a burden. I went, out, I went out a few weeks ago. Yeah. And by a few weeks ago, I mean, like, two days ago, and— I saw this guy that, like, I've been talking to, yada, yada, and we were, like, making out. Like, it, there's, like, a—do you want to hear the whole story behind it? Let's go. Okay, so to make a really long story short, I have realized that it is a lot more beneficial to act crazy straight, like, straight out the gate. Yeah. Like, be, like, real upfront about it instead of just, you know— act normal and then like bring out the crazy like I need you to know that like I'm that crazy bitch you know yeah. what I mean this is what you're gonna get are we allowed to cuss yeah okay sweet okay cool <laughs> sorry because I was gonna say uh-oh um but basically it was my friend's last night here and they wanted to go out and I was debating whether or not I wanted to go yeah and then he messaged me this guy I've been talking to for like a month and a half and he was like hey um I'm going out tonight if you're going out, I'd love to meet up with you. And then I was like, okay, no more debating. I'm going to go out. Yeah. I go out. This son of a bitch messages me. You want to know what he says? He says, I'm scared. He says, hey, so sorry. I don't know if I'm going to come out anymore. My friends are like at home and I don't want to be a bad friend and leave them here. Bring him with, bitch. I literally said verbatim. I said, that's okay. It's my fault for assuming you're the type of guy who would actually follow follow through with the plans they make. And then I said, but just know I will not be going out of my way to meet you again moving forward. Have a good night. I love that. You know what he messaged me back? 
I'm so scared, but I need to know. On my way, coming right now. <gasps> he showed up, and then like we Good. like were making out, and I made a TikTok about it. And now <laughs> everyone thinks that the guy I was talking about is Joe from the UK, my friend. Oh no! And I'm like, no, like, uh, uh-uh. uh, like I'd sooner die. Love Joe, but I would <laughs> sooner die. <laughs> but Joe just ain't my type. He isn't at all. I don't even know if we've introduced you. People are going to be like, who, who, is, the hell? who is this? <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Two Hot Takes. I'm your host, Morgan. And today I'm joined by Spencer Hunt, a.k.a. Spencer. Spencer. Hi, everyone. Hello. I'm so happy I'm here. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you. I pulled up the craziest stories today. <gasps> oh, and God. they're kind of along the lines of like, I can't stop screaming. Like, these are so bad. Like, ah! Okay, I'm just, I really hope that, like, my opinions align with other people's opinions. (laughs) You know, because I don't want to say something and then everyone else be, like, against me in, like, the The comments. comments. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a weekly thing. It just happens. It happens. We're we're all not going to agree on things. And (laughs) I think it's, like, it's, it's unrealistic to think you are. Like, yeah. It we are so diverse and I mean you look at even the Reddit comments on these threads, everyone has a different take. Yeah, we're all just going to have to agree to disagree. Exactly. And that's okay if you disagree. Exactly. Well, let's see what you think of these ones. Okay, I'm excited. Let's dive in. Okay, so up first, we're we're just I'm immersing you. It's baptism by fire here today. Okay. <laughs> Have you heard okay. of that? <laughs> no. No? And I've been baptized. <laughs> like what? Yeah, so this one is titled Am I the asshole for calling her psychotic over KFC? It's my stepson Christopher's 11th birthday today, and every year on his birthday, he gets to decide what we are eating for dinner. This year, he wanted KFC. He is at the after-school program until 5.30. My wife already went and got the food and had skipped out of the room to start decorating the family room for his party. He invited over like six of his friends, so my wife spent over $100 on this food. Well, when I wasn't looking, my dog got into the food and managed to wolf at least half of it down. I was in a panic because of the chicken bones, but my wife was absolutely furious and told me to, quote, get my fucking mutt out of her house. She had to call a day in advance to get this much food, and now her son's birthday party was ruined, as well as her being out of money because of my dog. I completely ignored her, honestly, and just rushed my dog to the vet to be seen. When I was there, she sent me this text, quote, do not even dare bring that fucking animal back to my house. I never wanted that dog here, and you forced me into an environment where I'm now terrorized daily by your unruly, untrained fucking mutt. Your failure to train that fucking animal has left this family miserable. You try bringing that dog back here, and I will proceed with filing divorce papers. I will be taking back the money you now owe me from your share of our combined finances. My only response was telling her she's being fucking psychotic over KFC, and she had better not touch my money because I'm not paying for that. 
She never responded. However, my buddy is saying I'm definitely the asshole because my wife has been vocal since day one that she doesn't want the dog in her house and has been asking me to rehome the dog since I got her. Am I the asshole? My dog is an ESA and she's fine, by the way. But my wife thinks my excuse of her being an ESA doesn't mean shit to her because she's convinced I didn't say I needed one until well after she said she didn't want a dog here. <sighs> this is a lot to un- <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel like I just had a cannonball shot at me. Like that was so okay. Welcome to two hot takes, bitch. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So here's my here's my thing. You said that she voiced her opinion before he got the dog. Yeah. Correct. And my other thing, they are married. Right? Married. They're married. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. Well, you know what I will say? I'm on the wife's side. I actually, like, my whole thing, at least for me, is, like, even if I had a conversation, say we were married, mm-hmm. and you were like, hey, I want to I get a dog. And I was like, hey, like, I really don't want one. Like, I'm very vocal about not wanting one in the house. And you were like, no, like, please, yada, yada. The least you could do is a, is like try to train. The, do you know how old the dog is? I'm not sure. So we do have some edits. So maybe I'll give you those before we okay. see more. So there is an edit right after the post that said, the wife came before the dog, have been married for four years and got the dog a year ago. So doesn't really mention the dog's age in that. Okay. It could be only a year old or it, he could have adopted like an older dog. We're not really sure. Yeah. Um, but... The thing is, this OP left a lot of shit out, like so much info, but was commenting back to people. However, the post has now been deleted by him because of the hate he got. Account is even deleted, so I can't even go easily search his comments, but it's okay because we have a screenshot. Mm -hmm. So someone kind of summarized it for us and goes, if you check the comments, OP admits Wife asked him to watch the food specifically because the dog has issues getting into food. Wife was attacked by a dog, has scars on her face as a child, and has adamantly refused to get a dog. OP ignored her and got the dog and said it was needed as an ESA. Three, OP got dog as revenge since he'd had to compromise since moving in with her and her son and feels she should have compromised on the dog. For Opie feels he deserves to get what he wants because he has acknowledged her son exists and isn't cruel to him. Wait, so this isn't his son? Okay, can I, mm, I really hope that who, that he is listening. You're in the wrong and if anyone is psychotic, it is you. You sound batshit crazy and you need to be like slapped in the head with like a box of dicks. Like, what? (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, but okay, first of all, now that I have the like more of the information, yeah. here's my thing. It's the fact that she, one, didn't want a dog because I have a friend who actually got severely bitten by a dog. Mm-hmm. That causes so much trauma. Like being attacked by a dog, people do not realize how one painful it, my friend was out of school for like a week because the dog actually tore her arm. Oh. And the fact that you said that his wife had scars on scars. her face. Like, I can't even imagine like how one painful and how traumatic that must have been. And the fact that she even allowed you to get a dog is beyond me because I would have said, hell no, get yourself a fucking goldfish. 
but she allowed you to get a dog, then asked you specifically to keep an eye on the food because the dog was prone to getting into food. And now you weren't looking. Dog gets into food. She's obviously upset. She's not psychotic for being upset. And you're going to sit there, call her psychotic, and like basically say she's blowing things out of proportion. No, babe. Like you are a... I feel like he's a narcissist. Like he can't like admit that he's wrong. He sound like I want to punch him. Well, there is another comment. Great. <laughs> he basically goes on to say, like someone kind of summarized it for us and they go, he also says that she should be over her trauma because women are scientifically proven to handle trauma better. But for his depression, since he's a man, he needs the ESA. <sighs> trauma is trauma. Like it's, yeah, it's going to be apples to oranges, but like, how people handle their trauma is still how they handle their trauma. And all you can do is respect them. Also, this, this is your partner. Sh- respect what she is asking you. Something as traumatic as that, too, being attacked by an animal. Also, I'd ask, I'd like to add this in as well. You mentioned that he was like, he was like, oh, like me moving in with them, like that ultimatum, like that gave him a right to get the dog and him treating her son respectfully that's the bare minimum bare minimum that isn't like if you're walking into a woman's life and she has a child the bare minimum is to treat that child with respect and you using that as leverage to be like oh that's why i deserve an esa dog like you're an asshole you are the asshole Yeah, it doesn't get any better. I wish his comments weren't actually deleted, but he basically kind of implies like he would have cheated if he wouldn't have gotten the dog. Like, I've never been a cheater and never will be. Would you have preferred I cheated versus done something that I felt I needed? Like get a damn dog to have love and support I needed at the time when I was being neglected by my wife. So he got the dog so he wouldn't cheat on her. You know what's crazy though? Like I guarantee, like she probably neglected him more after he got the dog absolutely because it's like you are now inviting an animal into her home that she has trauma attached to mm-hmm. like and you're saying oh i had to get the dog to like because if i didn't i would cheat on my wife you know what honestly like if i was the wife i'd divorce him well and he doesn't do anything either so he oh, does God. he kind of elaborates That he pays for his share of electricity and utilities. What else does he bring to the table? Because I'm seeing absolutely nothing. Um, Even financial help, I would rather have to pay for it myself than have this asshole as the ball and chain that I'm stuck dragging around. Oh my God. Him being literally, again, if the wife is hearing this, divorce him. Mm -hmm. You would be doing yourself a favor. Like that sounds crazy. That he actually sounds batshit. What the hell? Yeah. It's insane. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. I'm still kind of caught up on him bringing the sun into it. Him being like, oh, well, I show your son respect. Okay. What else were you going to do? You can't use that as leverage. You can't use like, oh, I treat your child with respect. So I deserve an ESA dog. Based on the comments... He believes that treating her child with respect is a compromise. He says, I made a compromise to treat her child with the utmost respect. I've never made him feel unwanted. This is his words. I've never made that kid feel unwanted. 
I've always treated him with the utmost respect. Am I resentful because I made a compromise and my wife won't? You're damn straight I am. Okay. A kid is not a compromise. It's like, not a that compromise. kid came before you. If you weren't on board for the kid, you shouldn't have put a ring on her fucking finger. Also, on top of that, I'm sure that kid, being a child of a single mother, would be better off without your ass. Like you sound like you sound crazy. I'm I just can't imagine in my wildest dreams Mm-mm. using a child to like basically validate why like validate and use as a compromise and leverage in a situation like that isn't he sounds really immature honestly he sounds like he sounds like I he sounds like the guys I would hear in the locker room in high school Mm -hmm. like he sounds like his brain has not matured and he has literally like a pea-sized brain yeah well and this isn't like I think what I really what I'm picking up on and with what you're saying too is like kids should never be used as leverage like the problem in your relationship is between you two. Like, you Mm -hmm. guys aren't communicating. And he blames her job as, like, she has a very demanding job. She's never home. Well, who pays the bills? Her. Right. So, you know what? Maybe maybe she would be home a little bit more if you got your ass up off of the couch and you worked as hard as she did. And you're going to sit here and say, oh, women deal with trauma differently. Can I tell you something? My mom after giving birth to me, literally was back to work. I think it was like a week or two later. Oh my God. My mom was like quick with it. Like my mom was a single mother. My grandma would watch me during the day. My mom would go to work. So she would be able to like support me Mm -hmm. and like raise me. And let me tell you something, women are resilient. And I'm sorry to say this, whether you were there or not, I'm sure she would have been fine. But you as... I'm sorry, from me to you, I mean this sincerely, you're a piece of shit. That's all I have to say. Okay, I think we're done with him. Yeah. Done with him. (laughs) Moving on to better things. (laughs) Not. Oh, great. But it's okay. I mean, this next one isn't as heavy. Like, he is truly the epitome of a terrible fucking person. He just sounds like delusional. That's the word I want to use. He sounds delusional and he sounds kind of almost... I don't want to say obsessed with himself, but he cannot acknowledge where he is wrong. No, it's poor me. Yeah. I I have the worst cards in this deck. Poor me. And him saying, and and him also saying, I don't mean to like keep going, but him also saying like, oh, like women deal with trauma better. Um, I'm sorry. She is a single mother working her ass off to pay rent and you only pay electric half of electricity and utilities. Mm-hmm. And you're going to come at her sideways for having trauma with an animal that actually attacked her face. Quote, that happened literally 18 years ago. She should be well past it. I want him to get attacked <laughs> by an animal like Okay, I wouldn't wish that on anyone, but I, <laughs> but I'm sure if it was on, I, I'm sure if the rules were reversed, I would know. He could get kicked by a camel. Like if you like, get kicked <laughs> by a camel or like kicked by a horse, like you're gonna be most likely fine, unless it's your noggin. Then yeah, you could have some brain damage. Yeah, but like I mean, honestly, like if you know what, if the shoe was on the other foot, I'm sure he'd be whistling a different tune. Yeah. Bottom line is, your dog that you weren't watching ate your son's, your stepson's food. You should be paying for it. Like, why is it your wife's responsibility that your dog ate her kid's food? No. Mm-mm. Okay, for mo- moving along for real this time. Okay. 
One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy. But because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. So this next one is from r slash advice. It's one year old. It had its birthday recently. Oh, wow. So it is titled, how can I get my boyfriend to stop digging his tunnel? (laughs) What? Like what? (laughs) The anticipation is killing me. I want to know what this tunnel is. So I know this is a weird question, but my boyfriend likes to spend a lot of his free time digging a tunnel on some property that he inherited. I haven't seen the full extent of it, but last I saw, it was remarkably deep under the surface. He spent roughly a year on it, and it's evident. The front of the thing is deep and wide, well put together. At the front, which is the only part I've seen, he's got cement beams, electrical lights, even chairs and a small table. I haven't gone into it, but it looked like the quality severely dropped as the tunnel went further, mostly becoming open dirt with some wood beams holding it up. My biggest concern is his safety. I'm really worried that he's going to dig too deep and it'll collapse on him or something. I've tried voicing this concern to him, but he just laughs it off and assures me that he'll be fine. Aside from safety concerns, there's also the fact that he doesn't really have a social life because of this thing. I'm pretty much the only person he still talks to outside of his job, and he doesn't go out or do anything anymore. It used to be that he'd occasionally head out and do some digging on the weekends, but now he spends almost all of his free time out there. He still comes home, but he barely spends any time with me, and I know that he isn't doing anything but digging that damn hole in the ground. This can't be good for his mental health, but I don't know how to convince him to stop. He's always really happy when he comes back from digging, which is why I haven't seriously tried to stop him before, but I was talking to a friend about him, and she told me he might be going crazy. Obviously, I don't think he's insane, but I hadn't considered the mental health aspect of this, and I just don't know what to do. (laughs) I'm, like, so sorry. I'm trying to... I'm literally, like, I'm trying to imagine what I would do in a situation like that. It's a tough one. I had a boyfriend who was obsessed with digging a tunnel, you know what I would probably do? Go dig with him? No, because no... (laughs) Like literally, couples that dig together stay, stay together. together. Never in my life. No, <laughs> uh, I would probably be. Uh, you know what I would try to do? Try to get him invested in doing something else, but something we could do together. For example, instead of him digging a tunnel, because this is he he owns his property, correct? Yes. He inherited it. Yes. I would say, hey, would you want to build a log cabin? And then. 
after we build this log cabin, this can be our little getaway. And it's sentimental. It's something we did together. And it's like a place we can come back and relax to instead of you digging a tunnel to who knows where. I literally, I would sit him down and I would look at him and I'd say, babe, <laughs> what, like, what, where are you going with this tunnel? Like, what is the point of digging it? Mm-hmm. Because right now, right now, y- you, I'm sorry, all our, all our friends, I'm not going to say they think you're crazy, but they're concerned. They're concerned. This is the most thoughtful, like, advice response I think I've ever had on this show. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just trying to be like, hey. No, it's really good. It's I'm really trying good. to think of like, I'd be like, we don't think you're crazy. We just think we're just a little concerned. One, it's not safe. Two, your social life has clearly depleted because you're always digging this tunnel. And I'm so happy it makes you happy. But why don't we do something together that's proactive and can still make you happy? And let's build something. We don't mm-hmm. have to dig and do something dangerous. Yes, building something could be possibly dangerous in the sense we can get hurt. But it's a lot better than me constantly worrying about you being underground and possibly you getting suffocated if, like, the cave caves in. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would say, like, let's build, again, like, a log the cabin. The log cabin was adorable. Yeah, I'd say let's build a log cabin. Yeah. And, like, let's do something we can do together. And that way, when it's completed, like, we have somewhere to go together. And for all we know, we can keep building things or we can do anything but that. Yeah. I think that is so, so great. I think the log cabin's adorable because— by the sounds of it, this property, it's got to be a decent size because he's able to build this tunnel to fucking Terabithia. And <laughs> I mean, it, you got to have a decent amount of, of room and even a small little cabin, like just like a little, you know, 10 by 10 little thing. You go have, you know, little slumber parties in. You know what else I, I would love do? that. I would take him to a mine. Mm. I, 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 I remember my third grade field trip, we went to a mine and we were able to like use I think it was like uh, it was like a chisel to like get stones oh cool and I would say hey instead of you doing this why don't once a week we go to the mine we get a ticket to go to the mine you have time to dig you can do what you want to do but at the same time while you're digging I can be there with you we can dig in a safe environment safe yeah and if you would like to we can take time to build our log cabin I think that's that's great Well, and it's more so the safety. Like, if this was my partner, I'd be like, okay, we're getting you a fucking life alert button and an oxygen tank. (laughs) Like, just in case it collapses, you'll have a little bit and then you can trigger your life alert and then, like, you're good. But that amount of dirt falling on you, I don't even know if you'd be able to, like, wrangle your hands through the dirt to, like, hit your life alert. Like, help, I've fallen. Like, you can't. I don't know. Stressful. I had a kid in um, my middle school die from this. Like, digging a hole in the ground? Yeah, they went to, we have this, like, famous beach um, in Duluth because mm-hmm. it's on Lake Superior. It's like Canal Park and there's sand at the beach. And him and his buddies were digging a hole and it was like six feet deep. And I guess he he was like trying to scoop or something from like the top or something and he fell in and it collapsed on top of him and he suffocated. Yeah. Like this is very real. This it's is this scary. is a safety thing. I would I would tell him to like you know what else you can do? Like, if he doesn't want to do either of the things I've suggested, I'd say, why don't you look for other people who are interested in digging? Mm-hmm. And you have people that can be there who you can make friends with. It can be a social thing. So now you have more friends. I bet there's a digging group. Like, literally. like There's got to be a digging club. Go on Discord and search, like, digging club. And I guarantee, like, something would pop up. 
I'm going to look on Reddit right now. I'm so curious. There's got to be a digging club. I'm sure people love doing that. Whole digging clubs exist. They exist. Yeah. I would literally say, hey, why don't you make a forum or something on Reddit? There's so many. Make some friends, dig with them, and hopefully people who come know like the safety precautions to put in play. Yeah, there's so many. There is a Discord server too. And if you're in Boston, there's a whole digging club at BU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna find his people. Wow, that would be great. I kind of ate that up. Like, you did. I really did. Like I gave so many good solutions. <laughs> I need to be. I should be a therapist. Let's <laughs> not go that far. <laughs> you I said scratch that. Actually, no, it's okay if you weren't because I need a therapist. No, I same, girly, same. <laughs> Uh, the top comment on this one, mm. if he doesn't have any training with confined spaces, he needs to stop ASAP. A potential collapse is possible, but if he digs deep and doesn't properly ventilate it, he could run out of oxygen and pass out and die without knowing even what happened. This is a very serious danger that kills people in mills, mines, and factories all the time, mm-hmm. even with ventilation installed. The air down there does not get refreshed like it does on the surface, which I feel like I've heard about people falling into wells and dying because there's like when you get that far down in the well it's like the air isn't good so yeah he he needs to be careful he needs an oxygen pack for sure yeah and like maybe to stop digging Mm -hmm. alone that's a that's like my main thing thinking about it it's like doing it alone yeah because i know if you're like trapped in the dirt, you have a certain amount of time before you like fully run out of air and you die, okay? I literally, I don't know why our brains are on the same wavelength. I literally was just Googling how long can you survive buried alive? Please do. You're likely to die from suffocation. A person can live on the air in a coffin for a little over five hours tops. But the coffin provides ample space. Like if it's just dirt on him, I don't even know if he would like have five hours like it's like he's breathing in the fucking dirt he's eating dirt it depends on how big the coffin is a normal person might have 10 minutes to an hour or six hours to 36 hours depending on whom you ask hmm. okay so the the research is not really there it seems yeah i feel like you'd have to kill someone to do that you definitely and would I, I don't, i'm not really for that that seems like it's against uh experiment yeah but i ethics. would say i feel like also if anything if you have someone else there that can dig, I'm sure, like, say, like, only one portion of the cave collapses, yeah. they would be able to dig to you fast enough to hopefully be able to pull you out. I just, uh, I was more concerned by the fact that he's alone. Yeah. I don't like that. I can't believe, like, well, it's not like she can go out there every time with him, but, like, like at least maybe phone a friend and have the friend on the phone while you yeah. work. I, it's scary. My whole thing is, like, isn't, he concerned at least too I mean clearly not but I feel like he should be especially if this is something he enjoys doing he should at least know what the dangers are yeah and how serious those dangers are and should take the correct steps to prevent that from happening I know and it sounds like he kind of did it right like there's a cement thing at the beginning and wood beams like I don't know but even the his girlfriend she was saying the farther you go it down, like you can the tell. shoddier it is. Yep. Yeah. Time to stop. Join a club. There's yes. better, there's better things out there. Join a club. Okay, moving along. <laughs> moving along. I'm ready. Okay. Up next. 
Am I the asshole for refusing to eat a smash cake? Yesterday was my nephew's first birthday, and my sister and brother-in-law had a little get-together at their house. When it was time for cake, they brought out my nephew's smash cake. Exactly what it sounds, a cake for the baby to smash up and get icing all over themselves for a cute picture or whatever. I kind of imagined that it would be the size of a big cupcake, but they brought out a regular-sized round birthday cake. I just kind of figured they splurged and still expected the cake to just be for him to play around with. But after my nephew had gone at this cake with his bare hands, stuck his whole face in it, my sister started scooping up the mangled remains and distributing servings to everyone. Just a handful of family members. And everyone was actually eating it. I declined because, seriously, I don't want to eat something that has had a baby's grubby hands and body all over it, and I was surprised that anyone else did. My sister insisted I take a portion, and I said, really, no, that's gross. Now, I probably wouldn't have used the word gross if I wasn't on the spot, but I was not at all prepared to politely decline to eat baby spit. My sister was very hurt by that and told me later, on a phone call that I thought was way longer than it needed to be for the severity of the interaction, that she thought I was being extremely judgmental, that it wasn't a big deal, we're all family, and don't participate if I really don't want to, but don't call her gross, etc. Am I the asshole? My only thing is, well, no, I don't think he's the asshole. (laughs) I don't. But I can understand her being slightly upset about him being like, oh, this is gross. Yeah. But at the same time, I think what she really needs to understand is like it is. It's disgusting. It's like really gross. Like, I'm sorry, your baby can be cute and adorable. And like, yeah, I've had a baby sit on my lap and like shit, like shit their pants on me. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then their parents take care of it. You know what I mean? Um, But it's like, that's the situation Where if I knew it was going to happen, I would have placed the baby in my cousin's hands or like placed the baby in their Someone else's lap. (laughs) Right. So the fact that prior to the cake event, like I saw the baby drooling and also at the same time, like I think babies are adorable. I think they're the cutest things in the world, but they're curious. And what do they do? They crawl on the ground. Their hands are, they're searching for things. They want to learn. They're curious about everything around them. And as someone who does have OCD, like, I would be like, okay, I don't know how everyone else is unfazed by this, but I really, I can't do that. Like, I do genuinely think that, like, this is unsanitary and it feels like I'm eating just like a cake full of germs. I don't know if it's just from COVID, but COVID, like, really fucked up my view of, like, normal things and, like, sanitation, Like, I went to a birthday party after COVID, Mm -hmm. and they had a cake, and the person blew out the candles, and I just thought about, like, as they're blowing out the candles, like, some of their spit and, like, germs being all over the cake, and then I got to the point where I'm like, do I even want to eat this cake? Like, they just blew spit, like, all over. Yeah, and I'm like, I never would have thought about that before COVID, but, like, there's certain things now where I'm like— but Dude. even, I feel like even aside from COVID for me, it's just like the idea of a, like a baby basically like mangling a cake, like no. just like smashing it. And it's like, honestly, that's nasty. This, can I tell you what I would do? I would give the baby a really tiny cake, 
to do what they wanted with it. They could eat it. And then I would get a cake for the family. Exactly. And be like, okay, so that's for the baby. This is for us. So that way, like, we're not eating smushed, like, baby mangled baby saliva cake. Yeah. I think that would have been the better solution. Also, I hate wasting food. So it's like, you're going to let this little one-year-old smash a really big, nice cake that mm-hmm. could have fed everyone. Like, and I get, okay, maybe it's a box cake. It was $3 or maybe it's the cheap one from the grocery store, mm. whatever. But then like provide people another option that hasn't been smashed. Like, yeah. that's just, it's just, it seems tacky, if anything. On the mother's behalf, I would understand why she would eat the cake. Like that's, that's your her baby. That's your baby. It's sucking on her but boob. It's like, right. Like, you push the baby out of you. Yeah. Like your baby, like again, like comes to you for milkies. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like <laughs> that baby doesn't do that with anyone else though. And no one else pushed the, pushed your baby out. Like, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like that baby is a part of you. So it's probably a lot easier for her to be like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. But it's like. If she probably you, thinks her baby's pooping is cute, though. Like, Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, she's a little biased. Definitely. Yeah. The top comment on this one is not the asshole. Smash cakes are supposed to be only for smashing and for the baby to eat. Mm-hmm. There's usually a second non-smash cakes for adults to eat. Or the adults are just adults about it and don't eat any cake. I've never heard of someone trying to serve a smashed cake to adults. And all I think about it, I don't think I have either. that's why I'm saying like this is just it is unusual and it just seems tacky like it seems well and maybe the sister's reaction then is like kind of she's embarrassed like she maybe didn't know that like you're supposed to get two cakes maybe she thought the standard was like everyone ate this and it's like her deflecting almost yeah just getting defensive Mm -hmm. and so to be called like gross she's like what I'm not gross like we're all family I don't care if we're family we can share DNA all day, but it doesn't mean I want your fluids in my mouth. Yeah. Uh, I know, when you put it that way, right? Yeah. It's that, bad. that did a number. You said <laughs> fluids, and I said, oh. Oh. <laughs> but I'm just, I, I definitely think that he's not the asshole at all. No. Mm-hmm. I understand because if I were placed in that situation, I would say, hey, that's gross. Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, I would call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm, because it is. It's like... It's nasty. Mm-mm. And again, like, I'm sure you keep your baby clean, and I'm sure you give your baby... It can be two, one bath a day, whatever. Babies Fact drool, of the matter though. is... Like, it doesn't matter how... Babies are so messy. They are. They are. They're cute, but they're dirty. Like, I, I remember when my friends, especially, like, in elementary school, their parents would, like, literally have babies and I remember going to my friend's <laughs> house um and like there'd be like this little kid there like this little cute little baby even my cousins just had babies and like they're constantly like you give them a block they're like oh what does this taste like and they're yeah. like shoving it in their mouth there's drool everywhere babies explore the world through their mouth and their senses like yeah. all together they're like what is this like i want to taste it i want to look at it like does it make noise and it's like w- is it adorable to watch yeah but i mean if you're drooling all over the cake you're handing out to everyone like i'm sorry no <laughs> oh don't know i oh do you have <laughs> oh do you have that disorder do you have a what is it a metaphobia no i uh, 
puke noises. They do it for you though, huh? Like, okay, my friend Emmy. I think I literally almost just made Spencer throw up. Like my, my I don't like if I, I have see a puke bucket throw, if you need it. If it's I, a typical white person thing. If just, I see someone throw up, it's fine. But it's like hearing the noise mm, makes me want to do like okay. makes me need to do the noise. Well, let's cleanse your palate right now. Okay. Meow. Oh my god! Speaking of cleansing my palate, let me have a Tequila. little drink. Yeah, hi everyone. We are we have we have a little drinks with us. Drinking tequila today. I need to finish the other little bit of my shot here. Yeah. And then we're moving along. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, you can't do like a full shot at once, right? <laughs> no, I can't open my throat. Despite being really good at blowjobs, like I cannot oh. open my throat. There's something about like the liquid. I just like have to have it sit in my mouth like a chipmunk for a little bit. And then I go. Oop, oh, and, yeah. yeah. I also have like a big mouth. Like I can open it wide. Okay. You must be a dentist dream. Oh, a dentist and <laughs> another. You said you're going to blow jobs. Oh, well, my. Actually, real story. Not going to lie. Yeah. My, we'll just say Voldemort. Okay. But you know what I'm implying. Yeah. My ex, yeah. Uh, Voldemort got into like an actual argument with me because he was like the first person I did anything with. Okay. And he got mad at me because he thought I was lying after I gave him a blowjob. He's like, this is too good. You he literally was like, no, that like you've done that before. Like, why are you lying to me? And I was like, no, I'm I'm not. I'm just gifted. I literally that's like kissing, that kind of stuff. You it's either like, got it or you, you don't either sometimes. Have it or you don't. Yeah. And, and I got it all. Some people can be taught, but it is interesting because it's like, how do you learn how to give a good blowjob? Is there YouTube videos on that? No, but I can tell you how to give a good blowjob. Elevator pitch, let's go. Okay, so I always like to say, you want to have your hand, like you don't want, unless like you're holding, like you're on your knees and you're holding their thighs and like you have it in your mouth, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm envisioning. If like they're lying down, you want to stroke as you go down. Yeah. And then also the tip is very sensitive. So you always want to like give the tip a little bit of like, give the tip a little love, like lick it a little, you know? Mm -hmm. And then like you always want to avoid teeth, but... But I will say this, if you have the ability to, some people don't, I do, if you deep throat, <laughs> I want you to whip out your tongue and lick on the balls. God, you really are, you must have a big mouth to get your tongue out while you're deep throating. Oh yeah, like I go down and then I lick the balls. That is another talent. <laughs> I am blown away. I'm like. You are blown I'm away. I'm like envisioning, uh, I'm like. Getting your tongue out at the same time. Yeah, you have a really big mouth. That helps. That definitely helps. I cannot do that. My trick is the coconut oil. So I always use coconut oil too because as you're going up and down and sucking, you do the coconut oil twist on the bottom uh -huh. and like go follow it. Yeah. Your hand, you follow your hand with your mouth uh. and it makes you feel, it makes, well, it makes them feel like you're going that much deeper, but it's your hand. It's a uh, whole thing. Yeah. That's smart. And then if you're on like your side down you know, low, you use one hand for up and down and the other hand for the balls yes. as you suck. Or here's my thing, ready? Okay. Yeah. You can, if you can, you can do both if you want. You can do that where like you suck and play with the, or you can suck on the balls mm. and you're, yeah. I got the best little vibrating cock ring lately. It's just, it just solves all my issues. <laughs> I just love it. Okay. <laughs> Moving along. So I don't have any sexual stories. I should have pulled one up. Now I'm like, fuck. No, it's okay. 
That was so good, though. <laughs> well, this one's kind of like what's going on here. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to deviate from my plan too much right now. So we'll get to that at the end. Okay. One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy. But because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. Okay, so this next one is titled, Am I the Asshole for Faking a Work Emergency to Get Out of a Wedding? I, 28 female, have been with my boyfriend, 29 male, for about eight months. Last weekend, two of his friends were getting married. He's from Scotland, and we live in the south of England, so I haven't met any of those friends yet. Originally, the wedding was in 2020. Obviously, COVID postponed it. And then, due to a death in the groom's family, it only happened last Saturday. When the original invite was sent out, my boyfriend was dating someone else for about two years, and he RSVP'd a plus one. When the new date was decided, they didn't send new invites. Expensive. Just a text or email with the new date and time. When my boyfriend asked me to attend, I foolishly didn't think to ask if the bride knew I was coming because he assured me he had a plus one. On Friday, we get to the pre-wedding reception. And when we get to the bride and groom, immediately I realize the issue. The bride is shocked that my boyfriend has brought someone. When my boyfriend said he RSVP'd plus one, the bride said yes, but that had been when you were dating X. We walk away and suddenly I can hear the bride panicking saying, quote, we don't have the seats or the food. And she starts crying. I feel awful. She spent the next two hours crying in the corner, being consoled by her maid of honor that she didn't need the extra stress. The groom said it's fine, but is obviously uncomfortable. So I faked a call and then came back and claimed a work emergency, said I had to leave ASAP. I apologized to the groom and bride who stopped crying enough to say it was lovely to meet me. I then got a taxi and a train home. When my boyfriend got back Monday, he asked me about the emergency, and I explained I had lied so the bride didn't have to stress about me being there, and he gets livid. He called me an asshole and said that not only did I leave him on his own all weekend, but all of his friends thought I prioritized work over the wedding and that I made a horrible impression. I thought I was helping the situation by not being there and stressing out the wedding party, I said work emergency because for a family emergency, my boyfriend would have felt obligated to come with me, and I wanted him to stay and enjoy the wedding. Am I the asshole? No. I'm going to say that real quick. No. Mm -mm. I do not think you're the asshole whatsoever. Honestly, like, if anything, you are empathetic. And 
my the reason I say that is because your current boyfriend was in a relationship that ended probably for a reason. Um, that reason is him calling you an asshole. Like his past relationship, I'm not surprised that he's not in a relationship anymore. If that's how he acted towards you, I'm sorry. But the fact that you went there, made plans to go there, saw how devastated the bride was, and then left to make sure that her special day was going to be a special one. That doesn't make you an asshole. That makes you an empathetic human being. Also, the fact that the bride said it was lovely to meet you, I guarantee the bride even knew you were lying. I guarantee, in my head at least, like, I feel personally if... I was saying things out loud like, oh, like we don't have enough money. We don't have enough chairs. We don't have enough seating. We don't have enough food. And I knew you were an earshot away from me. And then out of out of the blue, you're like, oh, you have a work emergency. You have to go. I feel like I might know. Yeah, I would put two and two together. Literally two plus I'd, two equals four. I'd be like, okay, like you see me. I've been crying for two hours. You understand that this has stressed me out and you're leaving. That doesn't leave a bad impression. That leaves a good one. Also. Your guy friends who are like, oh, she prioritizes work, yada, yada. No, she is prioritizing the emotions of a soon-to-be bride. And that's not a shitty thing to do. I feel like I I don't think our OP, our writer here, is the asshole at all. Mm. I do think she should have like communicated to the boyfriend and been like, hey, clearly, you know, I'm making the bride uncomfortable. I think, you know, it'd be better if I just went home for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Like, these are your friends. I want you to have a great weekend. But, like, I'm stressing her out because it wasn't planned for. I'm going to go. I wish she just would have communicated that to him. Instead of, yeah. Instead of just, like, leaving and lying to him, too. Yeah. Because, like, that's your partner. You've been together almost a year. Like, okay. Because even when she said, I would have said it was a family emergency, but I didn't want my boyfriend to come with me. I was like, I, in my head at least, I would have literally told my boyfriend, like, hey, I Pull need you aside. to hear me out. Yeah. I'm going to tell her that there's that I have a family where it's clearly me being here is being here is adding so much stress. Yeah. And she's been crying. I don't want to do that to her. I don't want you to think I'm leaving you high and dry. So I'm going to tell her that I have a family emergency. I'm going to leave. That way when people ask you what's wrong, you can say, "Oh, I had a family emergency." Yeah. And at least you know that I went home on my own accord and everything is fine. Yeah. But I also, again, understand, I don't think she did anything wrong. Not at all. Um, Because even so, I feel like even if she told him like, hey, like I'm going to lie and descend the third, he he might also say like, then I'm coming with you. I was going to say, based on his reaction to her kind of doing him a favor, he might have like made a bigger scene about it. Oh, really? He might have. Like, he might have been like, no, 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 it's fine. Don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. Let's go talk to them. And then pulled her over to the bride and the groom. But you know who else is kind of an asshole for me in this one? Who? The bride. The bride. The bride. I'm sorry. It is your day. Absolutely your day. But for you to cry for two fucking hours because one extra person showed up, get fucking over it when you give someone a plus one you are giving them a plus one you don't get to dictate who they take and if you wanted to then when they broke up rescind the plus one that's something you should have communicated to your friend because for me i would assume that you sent me a plus one i get a plus one you planned for it a year ago when you sent out the invites you didn't resend invites so i still have a plus one Mm -hmm. could he have gone out of his way to confirm it yeah, but how much shit are brides and grooms dealing with? 
Do they want to be pestered by every guest? Hey, do I still get the plus one that was on my invite? And then you think no. it's like common knowledge. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Like if it was there before, it's there now. Which that's what I would assume. And I know weddings have so much annoying etiquette and things like that. But like COVID, unprecedented time, financially, yeah, I wouldn't want to send out more invites. But this is a close friend. If you gave him a plus one, you give plus ones to people you trust to make a good decision on who they bring. Mm -hmm. It's it's like you don't get to dictate who the plus one is if you give a blank plus one. Also, I want to add in, it's just one person. One I would person. understand if it was like 20 extra people that just mysteriously show up. But the fact of the matter is you, again, allowed him to have a plus one from in the first place. Yeah. And then moving forward, it is only one person and you're acting like this one person is going to cause all of the seating to be mismatched, cause like the food to run out entirely. It is one individual. And she clearly sat there for two hours because she witnessed the bride crying for an additional two hours. hours. Mm -mm. That is so... That's like Bridezilla. It is Bridezilla. And it's like... I know a lot of like weddings have had situations and I've had a listener even write in and be like, I went to a wedding and this or her her coworker brought her husband and an additional friend. And it was like, what the fuck? No, like yeah. a plus one is just a plus one. And if you don't trust like your friend to bring like a good plus one, don't give them a plus one. There'll be plenty of people there at the wedding for them Precisely. to socialize with. Mm -hmm. Or if you know a couple like for me and my boyfriend when my friend gave me an invite for her wedding she wrote on the invitation morgan absher and justin thunstrom if you have a specific idea for who you want to invite in mind but it's not a plus one write that on the invitation because mm -hmm. it's that person it's not a plus, plus one. one that actually i love that point because you're so right for that like it's it's you don't get to dictate who your people bring and if there's so many people too that are like, I don't want people just mooching off the wedding. I don't want to buy food for people I don't know. That is totally fine. Don't give people plus ones. Also, that's on the also the bride for assuming. Everyone assumed. Yeah. The the boyfriend assumed. assumed she the bride assumed. and groom assumed. Yep. Which I'm on the boyfriend side. Like, if you gave me a plus one from the start, I'm gonna think I got a plus one. But I would also like to add on, I am on the boyfriend side in that regard. I'm not on his side when it comes to, I mean, I wish she would have told him. I don't think she's an asshole for doing so. No. But I will say, I don't think she is an asshole for prioritizing the bride's feelings and making sure that she does have, like, I guess, a special day. I don't think that situation, I think it was blown out of proportion, definitely, though. Yeah, there is only a couple comments from OP. Someone goes, what is this mess? question mark and op goes sorry if the formatting is terrible i'm typing on my phone they go your formatting is fine don't worry about that why are you with a person who doesn't respect you after eight months to at least mention you to the bride and groom that is also very true true but i'm gonna i'm gonna resort back to like he he's a silly boy and he thought he had a plus one uh -huh. op responds and goes they knew about me it basically seems like an admin issue over time. The original RSVP was with his ex. It gets postponed, and as they're planning the wedding again, my boyfriend and his ex have broken up. So his plus one, 
unbeknownst to him, is deleted slash removed from the list, as they assume he hasn't got someone. And then when the new date comes, I'm dating him, and he assumes he still got the plus one he originally RSVP'd with. Okay, this is where I'm going to say this. Who the hell did you expect him to bring? Like, okay, like, now, okay, now I'm just like, I feel like hearing the additional like commentary definitely helps me form a better opinion because now I'm just like this bride does not like I'm sorry at the end of the day if I were if I were getting married right say I invited you and I gave you a plus one and I knew you were dating Justin and then for who knows what reason something happens and then you end up with somebody else right I meet that person before the wedding I am going to assume you are bringing that person. Yeah. Like, that is common sense, people. <laughs> like, that is so like, oh, okay, well, now you have a new partner. Like, you, even when it comes to weddings, I'm sorry, even when it comes to weddings, I feel like weddings are like prom. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't don't go alone unless you're a they kid don't. and you're going with your parents. But a lot of the times it's like, oh, hey, like, my friend is getting, getting married. Do you want to go? Or like you invite a friend and you're like, hey, like, I don't have a date to the wedding. And that's literally people actually go out of their way and say, hey, I don't have a date for my friend's wedding. I don't have a date for my family member's wedding. Because usually, again, like weddings, a lot of the times you have someone there with you. You rarely see someone alone unless it's a child attending with their parents. So the fact that you knew that you gave him a plus one. Then just automatically assumed after meeting his girlfriend, oh, yeah, he's not going to have a plus one, but let me have a two-hour breakdown. Grow up. Two hours is... That's excessive. I was going to say excessive, and then I was like, I'm going to not be so mean. I was about to say embarrassing because, like, you're letting literally... Let me be mean for you. It's both. (sighs) It's just like you... This is your day. This is your weekend to have fun and celebrate your love. And you're letting one extra person. Like, my brother and his wife had a bunch of extra people show up to their wedding that had RSVP'd no. Ended up being able to make it. So they just showed up. Mm -hmm. Did they throw fit? Did they? Did she cry for two hours? No. You just, you make the best of the situation and you move on and life happens. Like this is so much better than like a bunch of other wedding stories we've read. She didn't show up in white. No one's stealing your thunder. Like pull it together. Also, another big thing I'd like to add on. It's like, why are you, this is where I'm like. Getting heated. Not even heated. This is where I kind of just want to like have just like. Not a general discussion, but like not every, nothing is perfect in life. Nothing. Nothing at all. And I'm sorry if you were planning on having this perfect wedding, but realistically, you should have already hoped for the best, but prepared for Planned some. for the worst. Yeah, like, <laughs> like prepared for at least something to go wrong. And honestly, again, I do think it's their fault for yeah. like just assuming like, oh, he's not going to bring a plus one. Again, in my opinion, when there are marriages or like there is a wedding, yeah, you you bring a date, like you usually do. You usually do, and that's my thing. It's like I get that you wanted a perfect wedding. I get where you're coming from. I can understand why you feel that way, but for you to cry for two hours, that's 
Mm, that's a lot. Yeah. And I, I had a conversation um, and it was on a past episode with mm. my friend Hannah. And I like asked Hannah, I was like, what is the, like the trick or like what advice would you give for people getting married? And she's like, set the bar so low. Because when you don't have expectations, anything you get is like, this is amazing so like set the bar low like don't be this bridezilla and like shit happens it's never gonna go according to plan and hire a wedding day of coordinator so that if shit does go awry you say hey an extra person showed up can you take care of this Mm -hmm. and they are your little delegated problem solver also again my whole thing it was one person it was one person I know. And that's where I'm like, oh, but what if everyone brought one extra person? But then, hey, you know what? You should have confirmed your guest list with your friend. Yep. You shouldn't have automatically deleted his plus one. Top comment is not the asshole. Your boyfriend, however, is an asshole. He absolutely should have confirmed he still had a plus one. A simple phone call would have saved everyone the grief. Phones work both ways. I will say. I'm sorry if sh- if I I'm just going to say this on um, this is my personal opinion. Yeah. If this bride and this groom wanted the perfect wedding, I can understand why they wouldn't want to pay to resend out the invitations. But at the same time, I would make it very, very clear, especially to someone. You can't assume that someone is going to know what you're thinking. You can't assume like, oh, because they broke up with the significant other they had when they had a plus one. Now they're not going to have one. You need to clarify. Yeah. And if you wanted your day to be perfect, and if you wanted it to go according to plan, you should have clarified, especially with him, knowing that him and his girlfriend at the time had broken up. And you know what? I'm sure it would have saved them a lot, her a lot of trouble, at least, if she was just like, hey, I know I gave you a prior plus one. However, because you're no longer dating her, I need to make sure that the seating and the food and everything goes according to plan. Are you still bringing someone with you? That's what they should have done. Because even if he didn't have this girlfriend, if they had already given him a plus one, he probably would have found someone to bring somebody with. else. Because again, yeah, when you go to a wedding, there's you. Yeah, usually you usually have a date. People in the comments are interesting. And maybe our YouTube and listeners Mm. will agree. But the next comment down is, seriously, the bride was overreacting. But the boyfriend was a huge asshole to the bride and especially to OP, which to OP, I will get. Him being livid, I get. But in his eyes, like he probably thought like you left over a non-issue, like it would have been fine. But I get like our OP was absolutely trying to make the best out of the situation, do the right thing. But I don't necessarily think he was a huge asshole to the bride. All he said to the bride was, the bride is shocked my boyfriend had brought someone. When my boyfriend said he RSVP'd plus one, the bride said yes. But that had been when you were dating X. Again, then you should have clarified. We walk away and suddenly I can hear the bride panicking, saying we don't have seats or food. I don't think he was a huge asshole to her at all. At all, I think he was just like saying like objectively, like you gave me a plus one. I RSVP'd yes. Mm-hmm. A plus one is a plus one. Yeah. When I even even when you go to parties in LA, when you say you're adding a plus one, they don't say like, oh, what's, what's the, name? the name? You say <laughs> I have a plus one. Yeah. If if you 
were inviting him and his girlfriend at the time. It should have been an invitation of one goes to him, one goes to her. Yeah. But you didn't do that. You gave one to him and said plus one. And obviously, if he's not dating her anymore, he's going to assume he still has a plus one. Yeah. And I don't think he's an asshole for the way he told the bride, you gave me a plus one though. Because objectively speaking, she did. Plus one, there is no one name, there is no name attached to it. It's a very cut and dry, like you can bring one person with you. Yeah, whoever. Whoever you want. Yeah. Someone else goes, yeah, I agree. She was overreacting for two hours of crying and being comforted, but a sudden unexpected guest obviously affected the plans and might have been the final straw for her in the stressful wedding planning, which I do get. Like everyone reacts to stress differently. Mm-hmm. You know, this might be panic attack inducing for some, whereas others can just be a duck and let it roll off their back. But, you know, the bottom line is like ROP here is not the asshole. Nope. And uh, if you are getting married, communicate your guest list better because this is a shit show that didn't need to be. Exactly. And again, clarify. If you want things to be perfect and go according to plan, clarify. I also want to add in. Communicate, people. Communicate. It's how many years had it been? Um, They had been dating for eight months, but two years since the initial wedding, I think. See, that's my thing. It's it, it has been two years. They were supposed to get married in 2020. Clarification is going to be needed. Yeah. Especially if you want everything to go according to plan yeah. or at least your plan. Yeah, this is, I mean, this was posted 12 hours ago. <gasps> yeah. So, so like, this is, this is like, this is recent. This is raw. Yeah. We're hitting it raw. Raw dogging it. We, wow. Wow. That's okay. crazy. Moving along. One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy. But because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. How do you like vegetables? Me? Yeah. I love veggies. Okay. But here's my thing. I'm not going to eat veggies like raw. Mm. I need like, okay, so like sometimes I'll add a little butter in there, but I love adding like spices. Like I love tahini. I love like adding um, rosemary to things. Are you fancy? Even like, even if it's just like a little bit of butter. Like I like. Butter does a lot though. I can't believe it's not butter. Mm -mm, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Really? Well, um, we're going to take you to Italy. We're going to get you buffalo wait, butter. Italy? It's in like, it's so Is Italy. It in Las Vegas? No, it's in LA here. It's in the Century <laughs> City Mall. There's this like Italy. They have it in New York too, but it's like this Italian market. And then they mm. have a restaurant mm-hmm. and they serve this bread and it comes with a side of buffalo butter. Hands down the best butter I've ever had. If you ha- can get your hands on buffalo butter, if you have a buffalo farm near you, 
go and get buffalo butter. I'm so, wow. Yeah. I didn't even know you could milk buffaloes, but apparently you can. Oh, I thought you, I thought when you said buffalo butter, it was like spicy butter. You could add tahini in it. Oh, but when you say buffalo butter, you mean like an actual buffalo? I thought, you know, when like, you know, buffalo wings, how they're spicy. When you said (laughs) buffalo butter, I was like, oh, but now I hear buffalo butter and I'm like, wait a damn minute. No, like Tatanka buffalo. Wait, butter, is that made from dairy? So interestingly enough, this is why some people can eat dairy in other countries. So depending on the cow and what they eat, they have different enzymes in their Mm -hmm. milk. And um, buffalo butter is slightly different than dairy. Or so I've Googled because Justin, my boyfriend, like doesn't eat dairy. It Mm -hmm. like makes his stomach. So um, he does the buffalo butter and it's fine. That's interesting. It is. Which, I mean, I don't really get it because how many times have you heard like, oh, I went to Europe and I ate all the pasta and dairy ever and I didn't get sick. I actually lost weight. Yeah. It's very confusing. Like, there's a lot of mixed also, information on that. I will that. say, you know how earlier I told you that my friend from the UK was visiting? Yeah. They, everything in the UK and in Europe, all over there, like our food is processed in the US completely different. He was telling me, he was like, your food here. It's poison. He, he said, I... He said, I mean this in the nicest way possible, but it tastes unnatural. Yeah. He was like, the amount of like pesticides and everything in your food here, like in the UK, it doesn't taste like this. Like it tastes how it should. If you go to Canada, the regulations that they have are, the food tastes totally different. It is illegal to put the chemicals we put in the food here. It's illegal to put that in other countries. I just watched a video the other day that, there's six major known carcinogens that we allow in our food here that Europe has banned, Canada has banned. It's banned almost everywhere. And we allow in our food. And we wonder why the cancer rates are going up. Like, we wonder why we're so sick. We wonder why we have the highest obesity rates. Like, we wonder. And it's like, it's our food. It's like, and it's how expensive is it to shop organic? Like, why is it so, why isn't it just like a right to have healthy food that nourishes you versus kills you? Yeah. Blows my mind. Population control. Big pharma. Right, right, right. I'm a big conspiracy theorist. We've talked too. about this. I was going to say the man who discovered insulin said it should be free. Yeah, that's why he didn't file a patent on it. Uh-huh. And now guess what? Insulin is just. Ridiculous. Didn't um, Eli Lilly, though, because of the Twitter thing, didn't they just come out and cap their price? Who's Elon Lilly? Apparently. So, okay. So, this is like big thing. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) when Elon Musk made Twitter, like, verification, you could buy it. Someone made another account named after Eli Lilly, which is like one of the big insulin producers. Yeah. Paid for it to be verified and then came out with a tweet that says, hey, we're capping insulin at $35. Went super viral. It was fake. Eli Lilly's stocks plummeted. They lost millions on the stock market because of this Twitter prank. But they've since come out, actually, and they've cut insulin prices by 70%. Because As they should, though. Sometimes bullying works. I'm Okay, literally, all I'm going to say is something I will not and never understand this is a little sidetrack. I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't understand why universal healthcare can't be a same thing. And here's the thing. People are like, oh, but it costs money to do this, this, and that. We 
give money its value. I guarantee without a shadow of a doubt, everything on this earth we have from the earth, technology would be here without money. iPhones would be here without money. Everything would be here without money. And I'm telling you, my whole thing is, I believe that the world's biggest problem is we added a value to things. And that value includes health, the well-being, and the lives of others. Because it's to keep the workers in the machine. Uh It's all to keep a certain class down. And this is why like, it's so funny to me where people are like, I don't want to pay higher taxes for universal health care. People in countries that have universal health care actually pay less taxes in the United States. They pay taxes and it actually goes towards something. We pay taxes and we wonder, hey, where the fuck is my money going? Because it's not to the streets of L.A. because my roads still suck. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy to me. I had another thought, but I'm getting a little drunk and I can't remember it. But it's OMG, something you are. Yeah, I literally was going to be like, hey, girl, let's do another shot. But never mind. Let's not. <laughs> Um, well, you didn't drive. I didn't. Should I do another one? Yeah. Should I just go sneak a little one? Shot break. Oh my God, guys. I'm going to do a shot if I come back and I'm slurring my words. It's fine. We're just going to talk about veggies after this, but- <gasps> Really? Yeah. Wait, can I take a shot? <laughs> Time for the shot. Okay, <laughs> shot break. Okay, ready to get back into this? Yeah, I have my stuffed animal now. That's, yeah. That's my little rhinoceros. It's the cute- Tri- No, triceratops. Wait, what's it, What's your tri- tri- triceratops name? It doesn't have one yet. Okay, this next one is titled, Am I the asshole for hiding vegetables in my boyfriend's food? Throw away because he spends a lot of time on Reddit. This is the most ridiculous argument I've ever had with a grown man. I, 28 female, have been with my boyfriend, 36 male, for a year, and we moved in together about four months ago. One of the first things I noticed about my boyfriend was that he never really ate vegetables. He would sometimes eat them if we were out at a restaurant and they came as a part of his meal, but he never ate them when I cooked for him. Originally, I thought that maybe my cooking was the problem, so I asked him if he enjoyed my food, and he told me he loves my cooking. On nights I didn't cook for him, he ate exclusively frozen foods and never ate the vegetables in those either. Naturally, he has some health issues, vitamin deficiencies, etc., He had phrased it to me as if he was somehow just genetically unlucky. I believed it for a while, but I don't know how that stuff works. But eventually, it became clear to me it's because he voluntarily eats a vegetable like once a month. Six months ago, I started hiding vegetables in my cooking. If I was making pasta, I'd put the vegetables in and I'd usually put it in for myself. Then take half out and blend it so he wouldn't notice the vegetable chunks and then tell him I just scooped the vegetables out of his portion. This happens more often now we live together because I do all of the cooking. He's been telling me a lot lately he's been feeling a lot better the past few months and has even had his doctor reduce the dosage of some of his medications and he hasn't had to take his multivitamin in weeks. I kept my mouth shut because I'm just glad he's feeling better, and it really does me no harm to hide the vegetables in his food. Yesterday, I was making one of our regular pasta meals. It's one that's very easy to hide at least four veggies in, and I was about to blend my boyfriend's portion when the blender died mid-blend. I had to serve it in all of its vegetable chunk glory. 
My boyfriend refused to eat the vegetables, but when he tasted the sauce, he said it's weird how it tastes the exact same, even though this one has vegetables in it. So I confessed. He screamed at me and called me a controlling bitch and said that it's none of my business if he thinks vegetables don't do anything. I pointed out he said he felt better. He said his health was none of my business and that I'm a controlling, judgy asshole and stormed out of our apartment to stay with his sister. His sister texted me to say he's fine, but she agrees with him. My friends agree it's ridiculous that he doesn't eat vegetables, but agree I'm being the asshole. Am I the asshole? Can I answer? Hell fucking no. I'm so sorry. Here's the deal, right? Here is the deal. You you started putting vegetables. You were hiding them. That's the thing. My only issue would be like if you were allergic to something and you were like, oh, you're not really allergic. Let me hide it in this meal and see if you're allergic to it. Really? You didn't do that. You were just trying to prioritize his health. And for him to be like, oh, you shouldn't be worrying about my health. Like you're a controlling quote unquote bitch. Like if you're in a relationship with someone, the only thing you want for them is the best. You want someone to be healthy. You want someone to be happy. Fact of the matter is you started giving him vegetables. He was happier, so on and so forth. And I feel like it's very, again, like immature of him to be like, oh, it's none of your concern. And like this on the third and you're an asshole for doing this. No, you're not. You're looking out for the well-being and you're looking out for his overall health. And again, if he were allergic to something that you were putting in the food or if he would get sick from something you put in the food, that that's when I would be like, you're the asshole. But I don't think you're an asshole for like sneaking dietary fixes that will help him into his food that's like with that's like with parents like i I was gonna say he sounds like a fucking child like when i was growing up if i didn't like a certain vegetable or i didn't like a certain whatever it was my mom would kind of like do a little tweak on it so i would eat it and be (laughs) like oh like for example broccoli i used to hate broccoli Mm -hmm. you know what i loved cheese and my mom used to give me broccoli and she shed a little bit of like cheese on top yeah, And I would eat the broccoli because I was like, oh, the cheese is there. That's literally what you're doing with your boyfriend. And I'm sorry, he's 36 and he refuses to eat vegetables. And when he found out you put vegetables blended in his sauces, he called you a controlling bitch. Um, you know what you should do? Oh, I was going to say something, but I don't know if I should say it. Break up. No, I wasn't going to say that. What were you going to say? I was going to say, don't put the vegetables in and let the motherfucker die. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that's what he's asking for. Like, I'm sorry, but the fact, like, again, fact of the matter is you started doing something. I don't think people, like, I never in my life, even if someone was doing something that benefited me without me knowing, if I find out, if I found out at all, I would say, holy shit, thank you. Especially if it was in a way, right, where you make the sauce and you make it enough where it's like he doesn't notice the vegetables in it so he can still enjoy his food. I would say, wow, thank you. I'm okay. I 1000% agree, but I am honestly very torn on this. Okay. I think he's pathetic. He's acting like a child. Vegetables, like if he's willing to like eat them blended in a sauce and not say anything, he doesn't hate the vegetables. He's he's probably made like, I don't like vegetables as his personality trait. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, this is kind of weird and deceptive. And maybe this is just because I've had stories on this podcast where 
I've had people that have like mixed in slugs into their partner's food. And so that is just like kind of traumatized me to where I'm like, you should know what you're eating. It shouldn't be this like game of like, I'm going to be deceptive. And I don't think she's the asshole. I think the boyfriend is like 100% overreacting. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like it would really piss me off if like I said to someone where I'm like, you know, I just don't really like spinach and blah, blah, blah. And they just put spinach in all my shit. And it's like, it shouldn't be so deceptive. But at the same time, he's acting like a fucking child. But can I also say one more thing? Yeah. I feel, remember when he said, he said when he had the, like the sauce on its own. He said yeah. it tastes the exact same. The exact same. That means that she can't be putting that many vegetables into the sauce. Probably not. Like, I feel like it was a very like small amount to like where she was considerate enough to be like, if you don't like the taste, I'm not going to throw in like a cup of vegetables yeah. into your food. It's like, so subtle. Maybe it's enough just so it's subtle where like you don't taste it. And I just, I, I understand where you're coming from in the sense yeah. of like, being deceptive about it. But again, can I, let me ask you this. Okay. Say your boyfriend, what, this is like a drastic difference. Okay. But say your boyfriend was sick and he had this disease and he was like, you know what? I don't want to take the medication for it. Like the meds taste disgusting. I'd be shoving it down his throat. (laughs) But say you had the option of being like, you know what? I'm going to mush it up. And I'm going to mix it in this pasta sauce so he can barely taste it. And he enjoys eating his food while also taking the medicine he needs. You'd do it. You would do you it. You would do it. I feel like that's what she was doing. Yeah. I don't think she was meaning to be deceptive. I think she was just being a caring adult, being like, hey, you're a grown-ass man who's 36 years old. Your health is depleting. You barely eat vegetables. So I'm going to take it upon myself as someone who loves you to find a way to incorporate vegetables into your diet without you knowing, because if you do know, you're going to have a freak out. And she was right, because he did. Do you think it would have been better, though, if she would have done like a taste test and maybe been like, hey, here's the sauce on its own. And then, hey, try this other sauce. And it was the sauce with all the vegetables mixed in. And if she did like an initial like taste test and then he was like, oh, I, you know, they're they're very similar. I do like this one with, you know, whatever. And then she goes, just so you know, I mixed veggies into this. Do you mind if now going forward, I continue to put veggies into the dish? You don't see the veggies. But hey, maybe it's something we could start incorporating in to your food. Mm. I feel like I'm kind of like... I don't think it would have made a difference. You don't? You think because of his pride, he would have been like, fuck no, I don't want veggies at all? I absolutely do because because in my head, at least, fact of the matter is if he were to react that way... It would have happened when she was like, hey, this is what you've been eating all along. You would have been like, really? I feel like at least for me, right? I'd be like, I'd be like, are you serious? Like, I've actually been having that. Amazing. Instead of like being like, what the hell? Like, you're a controlling bitch. I'd be like, oh my gosh. That was an aggressive reaction. Yeah. I'd be like, wow, I'm surprised that like you've actually been mixing it into like the the sauce because I haven't noticed it. But he didn't react that way. He reacted in a very like, aggressive way where he was like you're a controlling bitch so I personally think that like regardless he would say 
if I were, if you had both in front of you, if you were like him and I told you after you said, oh, they both taste the same. This one's a little different, but I still like it. If I was like, oh, that one has veggies in it. I feel like if you had his mentality, he'd be a like, pride. oh, never do that again. Well, and that's like the thing. Like a lot of times people will, because of their pride, like double down and pick something that's even worse for them, mm-hmm. even though they like have like the correct info. Mm-hmm. But it's really sad because it sounds like he is already on medication, whether that's for blood pressure or something like the doctor literally took down his medication dosage that's what i'm also saying that's that's like like so frustrating to where he just can't admit like hey babe i know it was a little scummy that you lied but it was for the better look it i went down on my dosage that, that i will say i do think that it is in any relationship you should be comfortable enough to be honest you know, yeah, I do feel at the end of the day, there should have been, should have been some transparency. However, I do not think that she is the asshole for caring about her boyfriend's well-being. Mm-hmm. And I also do think that the way he reacted was very over the top. And I do think that if that were me, at least I'm talking from my point of view and I don't want to speak on his behalf, but if it were me, I'd be yeah. like, you know what? Even though you lied, I don't appreciate you lying. I would have appreciated you telling me from the beginning. However, I will say that my medication has been lowered. I have been feeling better. If you could continue incorporating certain things into my diet, that'd be great. But let me know what you are incorporating. So at least I don't feel like I'm being blindsided when you're like, oh, hey, by the way, you've been eating vegetables this entire time without knowing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. This is breakup worthy for me. I I can't imagine ever being in a relationship with someone where it's like, I'm I'm not your partner, I'm your mom. Like, yeah. I'm, you're literally a child. I'm mixing fucking vegetables in with a blender in your sauce. Like, you're a fucking child. That Yeah, you're a, like a toddler. Like, that's I like can't. trying to feed a child Brussels sprouts and being like, oh, but look, there's like, a little sauce on it. This is your favorite sauce. Here comes the airplane. Yeah, no, I like, just can't with I'm this. sorry, bitch, be a grown-ass man. And again, this is also something that I need to take into account. It's the fact that he knows that this is a problem and that it is causing a deterioration on his health because he, he even admits it. He's like, what I do is what I do. Yada, yada. And it's like... It's so weird, though, because he'll eat vegetables if they're on his plate at a restaurant, but just not at home. So maybe... I'm like, maybe... Because, like, restaurant vegetables, like, there's usually a lot of butter in it. It tastes really good. But that's the thing. It's like, it could taste really good at a restaurant, but it tasted good enough for you to eat the pasta with the sauce. That is true. So it's like, what do you mean? That is true. What, like, what do you mean? Like, oh, you're like a deceitful yada yada. Like, no, that's not deceit. That's me caring enough about you. And if you don't care, I am never, ever, ever in my life going to put myself in a situation where I care more about the person next to me than they care about themselves. So that, my friends, like, again, I can somewhat understand him being upset about being lied to. Yeah. I think his reaction over the top. But if I were the girl in that situation, I do think that's breakup worthy. Yeah, there is a comment that OP actually replies to. Someone goes, info. Did he explicitly ask you not to add veggies into his food? If not, then it's just really strange behavior from him. Why on earth does it matter that you were cooking with certain ingredients, which happen to be healthy, if he hadn't even noticed? 
-hmm. even more so when vegetables are completely normal thing to use in the type of cooking you described. OP goes, no, he didn't. When we talked about it, he said he really doesn't like vegetables, but he didn't ask me to not add vegetables. And I guess like that's true. Like OP says, like I'm doing all of the cooking. That's true. So like imagine and also again, like imagine not only making food for yourself, but like doing different accommodations for somebody else. It's like it is so much easier if I'm going to make a meal and I even when I have guests over, like I love my mom sent me this like really good mac and cheese recipe. Oh my god. It is so easy yeah. to like make one big platter of mac and cheese and be like here you go everyone versus if say my friend had like dietary restrictions having to make an entirely separate meal for them don't get me wrong would I still be willing to do it absolutely yeah but that would be because they specifically told me like these are my dietary restrictions I cannot have this meanwhile him not having the vegetables is from his own free will well and it's like if she's just cooking everything too and making things as you know she would yeah, maybe she has this ulterior motive of adding the veggies, but also a lot of vegetables, like you think about tomato sauce. Tomatoes are fruit. Like mm-hmm. they're, well, they kind of like well, are they're in between a little. Yeah, I mean, so, like that's up for debate. But if you think about it, like all these other vegetables mm-hmm. or like recipes Even, like, that cause herbs. call for like zucchini and basil, like pesto is actually basil plant and like all this shit where it's like, are you just mad because it's a vegetable? Right. Or like what's, like, what's really upsetting you here? Because you were willing to eat it without knowing, but like... And you were also yeah. willing to eat it with knowing at restaurants. He is really interesting. Yeah, like, um, your boyfriend, hopefully... When was this written? Please tell me, like, 10 years ago. 16 days ago. Okay. No updates from OP. Jesus. I'm sorry, but, like, at the end of the day, I know I keep saying this, but it's like... If this were a dietary restriction, if you were allergic to certain vegetables, that would be one thing. But if he is just not eating it to not eat it and his health is deteriorating, you love him. You want to make sure he's healthy and you're doing it in a way where things are still tasty. Also, I'm sorry, like for me at least, say we were roommates and I was making dinner and you hated vegetables. It's not that you were allergic. It's not that you had dietary restrictions. You just hated them. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have a recipe that you don't know about and I can make this (laughs) bomb ass pasta and you won't even taste the veggies. I am not going to deteriorate my own health, worsen my own health to accommodate not a need, but a wanting of not having vegetables in your diet. No, it's just like there's bigger fish to fry and he's being a child. He's being a little bitch. The top comment on it with 34,000 upvotes, not the asshole. This is a grown man, eight years older than you. Right. I know the age gap annoyed me. Like, yeah. If he has a problem with your cooking, let him make his own food. He's already coddled by his sister and doesn't slash shouldn't need to be by you. We'll just leave it at that. I don't know who that commenter is, but they ate that up. We'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving along. 
One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy. But because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. So this one, I'm going to be honest. This one fucked me up a little bit. Okay. It is titled, Am I the Asshole for Sleeping with My Mum's New Fiance? (laughs) This is unreal. (sighs) Holy shit, that's unreal. I'm 27 male and estranged from my mum who refuses to speak to me for accepting her fiance's offer to have a discreet relationship I, wait, I'm sorry. Before you continue, I need a moment. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Okay, continue. My mom raised me as a single parent and started dating again six to seven years back. She met her guy two years back and they got seriously committed fairly quickly. Trouble started when he found out about me being pansexual, something my mom was previously dismissive of but grew to accept. He was actually the first one, outside of people I hooked up with and or dated, to be supportive of it and would always commend me for being honest and open. About a year back, he started being very close and spending time with me alone on drives and such and would flirt very brazenly. Long story short, we eventually hooked up and kept going behind her back to the point where he was spending more time with me than her. She eventually found out and basically disowned me. I am still currently living with him. Yeah. Mom told us to leave her house, but I want to reconnect with her desperately since she's the only parent I've ever had. Thing is, I'd rather not leave the man since I've grown very fond of him. Is this morally wrong of me? What should I do? Is it out of the question to have a good relationship with both him and my mom, considering she blames me for seducing him and doesn't want to hear about how it's actually the opposite? My friend, it sounds like you were groomed. Yeah, but like, I mean, OP is 27. How old is this other man? Older, but like... How much older? We don't have an age. Damn. We don't have an age. Because I was going to say, like... I mean, okay, so, like, I went <laughs> I went and looked at their profile because, like, the post has since been removed. Mm-hmm. But OP is, like, still commenting on a lot of other subreddits, mm-hmm. including r slash celebrity pegging. Mm-hmm. And the post that they actually commented on is, I bet Rachel McAdams pegs for sure. Like... <laughs> <laughs> That, like, excuse me. Ah! 
Oh my okay, God. like why Rachel McAdams would not be one. Is that Rachel I, McAdams from the Notebook? Yeah, she would not be one that I assumes pegs. You know what's crazy? I actually was <laughs> just watching an interview Kelly Clarkson did the other day with Rachel McAdams, and I she saw that. and she kept saying like, "Sorry, I can't cry like Rachel McAdams." I love her. She's I do too. So beautiful. You like Kelly Clarkson or Rachel McAdams? Because I'm obsessed. I mean, don't get me wrong, love Rachel McAdams, but I am actually obsessed with Kelly Are Clarkson. You? Growing up, I was so obsessed with Kelly Clarkson my mom genuinely thought I was straight because of how much I loved her she is and a little mom cutie thought in her head she was like oh this isn't like an obsession it's a crush I was obsessed I mean who wouldn't be like Miss American Idol like Miss, Inde- Miss Independent you mean oh she's amazing you mean Miss Since You Been Gone <laughs> we should get tickets for her show and go I'm so down. I want to go so bad. Does she film in LA? Yes. I would get front row I seats. literally, okay, I work with someone that's friends with her. I'll I'll reach out and see about tickets. Please ah! do. And like. That'd be so fun. If I, no, I can't go. Let's get front row. I'll so cry. you can just cry. No, I'll like literally. Let's do Kelly it. Kelly will look at me. Actually, sorry. Miss Clarkson will look at, Mrs. Clark, or Miss Clarkson will look at me and be like this. Are you okay? And I'm going to show my face. It's actually going to be red puffy. I'm going to actually have like Louis Vuitton bags under my eyes from how puffy my face it's is okay. going to get. It's okay. Okay. If I go, I have to go drunk. We'll rip shots before. It'll be fine. Perfect. So this one, um, yeah, you're the asshole. I definitely s- think you're the asshole. Yeah. Sleeping with your mom's fiance. Here's my whole thing. Like it's morally wrong. Like, also, your mother is a single mother. Imagine how hard it must have been. I I every day think about this. Like, my mom is a single mother. Mm-hmm. And I always think about if I had a child right now, if the shoe were on the other foot, I was born biologically a female, and I got pregnant and had a baby right now, what the hell would I do? I know for a fact I would be struggling. The fact that your mom struggled alone at that fact, found someone, and then even though they flirted with you, if that were me, if my mom were dating someone and they flirted with me, first of all, I would tell my mom. Exactly. And I would also tell that man to back the fuck off. I'd say, who the fuck do you think you are? My mom deserves nothing but respect. And the fact that you are flirting with her child makes you a pig, a disgusting pig. And the fact that you allowed him to, and the fact that you are now living with him, I also, disgusting. unfortunately, I think you're disgusting. You and it's not, I think you are disgusting. I think you're dating a pig. And what you're doing is morally incorrect and wrong. And Absolutely. the fact that you like went on Reddit and were like, am I morally wrong for this? Bitch, you should know you're morally wrong. Yeah. Like, that's one of those things where it's like, it's not even in like, oh, like I'm on the fence. You should genuinely know, like, you just screwed your mother over someone. And then you're like, oh, but like, I want a connection with my mom. And is it wrong for wanting a connection with her and the guy too? Yeah, it's wrong. Do you know, do you know what it's like being broken up with? Do you know the heartbreak that comes after that? Now imagine you having a child. Imagine you finding someone and imagine your child taking them away from you instead of coming to their parent, which would be you saying, hey, they're flirting with me. You deserve better. 
Or, hey, they're, like, making moves on me. You deserve better. Like, you're a piece of shit. Like, yeah. you're the asshole. You're a piece of shit. You're disgusting. And you need to get a, you need to get a fucking grip. That's what I have to say. Sorry. I went off there. Well, and I'm, I'm really bad at math, but I've been sitting here crunching numbers, okay? Okay. So, our OP is 27 Got right it. now. The mom met this guy two years ago. So, OP was at, at the time of all of this happening, 25, 25 at least. Yes. Maybe almost 26. Like, maybe 26. We don't really know the timeline exactly. You're a fucking adult. Your prefrontal cortex is mostly developed at 25. This isn't grooming. This is you being a fucking asshole. asshole. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is the I'm just blown away by this person and then being like, I want to reconnect with my mom, but I'm living with him. <laughs> um, Out of all the people on this planet to there, live with, there are so, so many people, eight billion nowadays. And you had to have a relationship with the one person that your mom was engaged to. Also, OP said, my mom raised me as a single parent and started dating again six or seven years back. AKA when OP was 20 or 21, mm -hmm. this parent, this mom grinded probably for 20 years to make sure her kid was set up and had a good yeah. life and then finally took a minute to herself. That's what I'm saying. And then you fuck her over oh. by fucking her man. That's disgusting. I also want to add tell on. her, like tell her if he's a shitty dude, tell her, don't fuck him. As someone with a single mo a mother, again, I would like to reiterate when I was younger, I feel like I didn't fully appreciate everything my mom did for me. We like, never, for kids don't. I was, I was an asshole. Like I, yeah, like, I totally, for example, yeah. like around Christmas time, I usually got everything I wanted, but that also meant like my mom working two jobs. It meant my mom not taking off of work. It meant my mom working on the weekends. It meant my mom going above and beyond to make sure that I was happy. Yeah. I think especially if you have a single mother, if you are listening to this podcast, I need I need you to reevaluate and I need you to turn around and I need you to realize how much, and do not get me wrong, as a parent, it is any parent's obligation to take care of their child. But the fact that she gave up so much for you, the fact that she went away to provide for you, and it wasn't until you were older, keep that in mind as well. It wasn't until you were older that she decided to start dating again. That meant at all times, she gave up her own love life. She gave up pursuing love to make sure you were okay, to make yeah. sure that you would be independent enough and well off on your own before she decided to invest time in someone other than you. And then she found that person after you were a grown ass adult. And then you decide to get with the person that she is engaged to. That's disgusting. And you're equally, in my opinion, just as much of a pig as that guy is too. Yeah. No, it's bad. Hoo-wee. Top comment on this one. Here, shortened it for you. Quote, I stole my mom's husband and continue to have a live-in relationship with him. I'm ready for her to get over it. You're the asshole. You are. Big asshole. Have you ever been on here and like your like um opinion doesn't match with the top comment? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel I've like I've had a lot of I've had a, like themes about that where I don't like agree with Reddit. 
Oh, I feel like we've been agreeing with all of them. We have. I've, I mean, I've picked some crazy ones for us that are kind of like, well, what can yeah. you do? Okay, let's cleanse our palates with a little wholesome off my chest post. Okay. It's titled, My Roommate Asked Me to Sleep With Him. <gasps> I have this roommate, and we've been living together for a few months. He is pretty depressed and keeps to himself most of the time. He works from home and doesn't leave the house much. I'm depressed too. One night, we were the only two people home, and I got drunk and went and bothered him and knocked on his door and chatted him up. Then that happened again another night. Then I feel like I started to get him out of his shell. He started to open up to me about his life. We went on a day trip together. We started doing small things together, like going to the store. Then yesterday, we were both home, and I was having a bad day. And so was he. So he knocked on my door to talk. And we talked for hours. I cried. We laughed so hard until our stomachs hurt. Then he asked last night if I wanted to sleep with him. No sex, just sleep. He said he didn't want me to be alone. We laid in his bed and talked until like 3 a.m. About everything. Life, hardships, dreams, fears. We laughed a lot. Then we fell asleep. Nothing happened but that. And honestly, I think this is the purest friendship I've ever had. He is afraid of people hurting him and getting close to people, but I care about him so much and hope he really knows that. Fuck you. That was so nice. It's so wholesome. Like, <laughs> that just made me so happy. I know. I'm just like... That made my heart so happy. Doesn't make you feel better after I everything also, we read today? I also love how like she felt safe enough to sleep in his bed and he made it so very clear that there was no expectation of like doing anything together other than sleeping. Isn't it so funny? I pictured two guys. Really? Yeah. Was it a girl or is it two guys? No genders were mentioned except um, the roommate got he pronouns. <gasps> I was honestly envisioning two guys. Maybe it is two guys. <gasps> oh my God. Literally fan fiction, real life. <laughs> like literally opening up Wattpad now. I just think it's so cute. And it's also like, I mean, I've been really down on myself lately for like, I spend so much time in my house. I don't mm. get out much. Like I've made my social circle really small and it, it kind of eats at you eventually. And like looking at these two where they've started to like, I knocked on his door and then he knocked on my door. Like, it's just, it's amazing. Like you don't even realize how many people you may have in your circle that are just waiting for you to reach out or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And like, just, hey, this week, little homework for everyone especially if you're feeling alone, like reach out to someone, someone you've wanted to grab lunch with or like get on Bumble BFF or do something. Like if you're feeling lonely, just put yourself out there because look at what happens. Also, nine times out of 10, I'm not joking. The people you don't think care that much about you care so much for you. Did you see that study? It's about like people liking you. Mm. And we often think like people don't really like us. But we actually underestimate how much people like us. And there's this new like study, or maybe it's old and it's just being talked about, but it's the study that says like people like you more than you think. That sounds actually super plausible. Is I know. I've like, because I always, I leave every social interaction I ever experience and I'm like, wow, was I awkward? Wow. I, I don't think they like analyze. me. I'm like, what did I say? Did I say it in a weird way? Do wh how, Why did they react this way to what I said? I know. Yeah. Yeah. You overanalyze everything. <sighs> well, you're very comfortable over there. I feel bad ending this. I think 
I'm like about to interrupt your nap time. No, it's okay. I have the <laughs> I have uh, the rhinoceros or the triceratops. I think it's a, yeah, right. <laughs> it's a triceratops. I always think about Littlefoot, Sarah, the triceratops. <gasps> then why don't you name Sarah? I have too many friends named Sarah. It'd be weird. Okay, then Littlefoot. Okay. It can be Littlefoot. Littlefoot. Littlefoot from now on. Spencer, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy. <laughs> I literally was so happy that you had me on. I'm so happy you came on. Where can people find you if they want to follow you? You can find me on all social media at Spencewa on Snapchat. It's Spence Moi with an M in the middle. Mm. That's S-P-E-N-C-E-W-U-A-H and S-P-E-N-C-E-M. W-U-A-H. You spell really fast. Thank you. <laughs> I also have my podcast. I'm literally yes. screaming. I went listen. on your podcast too. Yes, Morgan was on my podcast. If you want to go watch that. Go watch you guys. It'll be good. And yeah. Thank you so much. I don't have anything except watch on Spotify if you're a Spotify listener for the polls because we are definitely doing a poll for this one. What story do you think I should have the poll be? I definitely think it should either be the wedding mm. or, um, wait, what, do you, what were you thinking? I was going to think wedding or food, the okay, vegetable yeah. one. I was going to say wedding or like the boyfriend, but then I, that's why I said, what do you think? Because I was going to be like, I feel like everyone's going to be like, the, like. Wedding? I think wedding's going to have a lot of hot takes on that. I think mm. people might disagree with us. That's fine. I think they might. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to embrace that today. It's yeah, okay to be it's wrong. it's okay to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay, until next time, you guys. Bye. Bye. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.